This is Registry, a podcast from Office Supply Publishing and Klaus Gunpoint. documentary aspects of non-documentary films and how they should play into the registry. And you see this all over the place, actually, with... There are some films that come to mind for me that record a moment in time that aren't about recording a moment in time, but they just happen to. Whereas you have something like The Preservation of Sign Language, which was purposely recording a moment in time though not telling a story. Here they're telling a story, but using it to record that moment. And sometimes that moment is in the past. And one film that is not on the registry, but 100% should be, because it fills all three of the requirements as far as I'm concerned, is the Blues Brothers. And what's impressive about the Blues Brothers is that it is not only a really amazingly fun film, and it is, it's one of the best, but it does something unexpected. It records a generation of R&B and soul performers in a way that no other single work does. Not even the Tammy show, which was really significant in that it recorded the performances of these guys. Here it puts them in a different context and at the same time empowers the entire film with this sort of drive. A wonderful example is there's John Lee Hooker very briefly, but you have a full performance by James Brown doing his preacher shtick, which is just great. You have the Blues Brothers Band, of course, which is some of the greatest studio musicians of all times, combined with two of the best film comedians of all time. As far as I'm concerned, there's no one better, really, than Belushi and Aykroyd. You have Aretha Franklin performing an amazing gig. You have... Minnie the Moocher, performed by Cab Calloway. And it's this very significant time in history. It's the very end of the 1970s, very early 1980s. And so a lot of the folks who came up in the 30s, 40s, and 50s are still alive and still able to perform. And Cab Calloway gives an amazing performance of Minnie the Moocher. Uh, Think by Aretha Franklin is fantastic. It's probably my favorite of her songs. You have all these wonderful little performances just coming in, and the Blues Brothers Band is amazing. Aesthetically, it's phenomenal. It really is. It showed that the musical still had life. And in the 1980s, it's really sort of a down period. You had things like Annie, for example. But the musical was really sort of in a down phase until you got to the late 90s and the resurgence of the Disney musical. But the live-action musical really didn't come back until, I would argue, Moulin Rouge, Chicago, that sort of phase in the early 2000s. Culturally is where it gets very interesting, as far as I'm concerned, because this shows an affection for this music that is being made palatable, palatable to a white mainstream film audience. 
And that's a very, very confusing thing in a way if you think about it. R&B and soul has always been geared towards African-American audiences. And here, this was a lot of people, a lot of, you know, middle-class white American introduction to soul music. And by actually getting to see the performance and having this sort of latch of the Blues Brothers, that that really powered this film culturally and it led to far more introductions. Really, I would say that this, more than anything, helped to put Aretha Franklin and James Brown and all these others who had been exposed and were certainly stars but were, were now taken to another level. And I think that the Blues Brothers really made them, took them from astounding performers into absolute legends. And part of that was that the recognition of the filmmakers, and, you know, John Landis is a great filmmaker, was recognition that this generation are now legends, and this cemented them as such. And that's a really fascinating thing in the... I mean, they were already legends in the African-American community, no question. But this really, I think, cemented it for the broader audience. And I think this film is an excellent record of all of that, historically, culturally, aesthetically, and it should be on the registry without question. 